You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. We're doing a little pre-show chat to talk about the Game Awards nominations that came out today. So let's do kind of like a quick little like run through the games that were nominated today. Yeah. They have some very strong personal feelings. Um, mm. Yes. So I'm sure it's going to be hard <laughs> to do this quickly. A lot of interesting discussions to be had about these choices. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I Most know of them are really about good anything. games, though. Can I start from the beginning? I want to start from the beginning. Okay. No, start at the end and then should we look, should we finish with game of the year? Start with all the other ones. That's why I was like, I tried to click on the first thing that popped up, and it was game of the year. Yeah, you okay. all can so hit next. Start it'll uh, oh, start voting. I don't want to vote. See, it starts with the game of the year. Yeah, view all categories and then hit next in that like. Yeah, view all categories there on the top. Next. Yep. I have played none of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll come back to game of the year. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> See, that's the thing is like not everybody's going to play everything. So it's like, okay, so we got best game direction. Most of these have the same games on them. So that's usually how it goes with the game awards. Mm -hmm. Alan Wake has got so many nominations. It's surprising. It made a really big impression. I'm pretty stoked for them though. True, 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 Mm. true. I'm surprised to see Mario Brothers Wonder on here. I guess it's, I know Mario is really popular. It's been out for like, what, a week? I mean, Alan Wake came out after that. I think Alan Wake. They both came out in October. Didn't yeah, they? Alan Wake was end of Oct- yeah end of October. Mario yeah, what is was, was almost mid November. That doesn't make it any. <laughs> My biggest beef with that is back in 2019 when Jedi Fallen Order came out. It wasn't up for nomination because it came out in November, and they were like, "This is too late to be qualified for nomination." But every year since then, games that have come out in November get nominated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck you for cutting off Jedi Survivor. Or <laughs> <laughs> Fallen Order, yeah. Let, yeah, let's well, yeah, vote, yeah, Fallen let's Order, vote yeah. for the objectively worst games. All of the categories. Just like, Honestly, that would yeah, suck. deserves what, there it. Is, and what, do we, what do we think? What do we think? What do we think's getting best game direction, though? I Legend of Zelda. bet you Mario gets it. Uh, really? I need to make like a predictions chart. I'm saying Zelda. It, it, I, I, I don't think I it ever does it. <laughs> I'm about to blow your mind. I think yeah. the worst game on here is Zelda. Mm. Well, I haven't played it, so I don't know. No mind blowing. I played it all the way through, and I'm like, I kind of wish I didn't do this. <laughs> it was a lot of time, and that <laughs> game does not perform very well. The performance is rough on Tears of the Kingdom, that's for sure. Yep. <clears throat> I guess it depends on when you look at direction. It's like, okay, you're looking at the overall package, right? For game direction, you're looking at the overall, like, the presentation, the narrative, mm-hmm. like basically anything and everything that isn't you know, the game of the year total. So it's like, I've been hearing so many good things about Alan Wake. I've been hearing so many good things about Baldur's Gate 3. I know Marvel Spider-Man 2 is amazing. So it's like, I feel I like that's a real tough three, decision. Really. When it comes to direction, I think Marvel, Marvel Spider-Man 2 and Tears of the Kingdom lose here. Because mm. they're both iterations yeah. on what they established with previous entries. That's However, true. Mario Wonder is like this new fancy like 
redo for the 2D platforming era. And then Baldur's Gate is its own wacky little thing. And Alan Wake 2 is kind of unique. So I think that Spider-Man and Zelda, should they win this? That's a tough sell for me personally. Yeah. I was kind of going the same way that I feel like of this Alan Wake and Baldur's Gate are the two bigger contenders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I would say in terms of like a creative direction sort of side of things, I'd say Alan Wake, what Alan Wake and Baldur's Gate have done to like their series, they've kind of reinvented their games and uh, they're both really well sort of directed. They have a clear vision of what Mm -hmm. they're trying to do. I haven't played either of them, but I've seen like footage and, and seen what they've been doing with it. I'd say it's got to it's got to be one of those two. Baldur's Gate, especially because I mean, Baldur's Gate Two was like an ISO thing back in the PC, so it's it's a mm. significant change. I yeah. I, I they, think yeah. my opinion lies a P. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Dave the Diver uh, should be on this list, honestly. Yeah. Which one? Dave, Dave the, the Diver. Diver. There's a lot of great things going on in that game, just like from a direction standpoint. I have yet to play that, but I want to pretty badly. There's so, so many this year. We're oh going to have God. to kind of like start cutting through some of these fast, especially a lot of these same games come up on a lot yeah. of these same yep. lists. And we'll, we'll be here all night if we go each category one at a time and break everything down. Um, so best narrative game, Alan Wake, Baldur's Gate, Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy 16, Marvel, Spider-Man. I feel like these are all very clear options and choices mm-hmm. for narrative. What do you what do you do in this too, Louis? I have never, I have not played anything on any <laughs> of these lists so far i'm like yeah i'm useless i've only played spider-man on this list i have i played the demo of 16 which i enjoyed and i've heard nothing but good things about it i haven't played phantom liberty haven't played Baldur's gate haven't heard it played Alan Wake. i just know from what i've heard that these games have all very strong narratives and storylines i'd i'd say i mean in, in terms of what remedy's done in their last couple of games um you know the alan obviously the alan wake remaster is not really them uh, they didn't yeah. do the remake or the remaster, did they? I mean, it's just. But a like remaster. what they did with um, what they did with the uh, with uh, control was so good. So it was. I was super keen. I'm super keen to play Alan Wake too because if they're going to be doing something at the level of what they did with control, I think Alan Wake is going to be the best narrative because they've Google got search. such a way to present a story and and it's it's really really good. Quick Google search says that Remedy did develop the remake of Alan Wake. Today. I think they had a, like a little branch of them that did it. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I think what they <laughs> what it looks like they're doing with the story of Alan Wake and how they're reinventing it. I love the the concept they've got of like Alan being stuck in this like world that he's created that he's written for himself. It sounds like I mean, a really mind bending concept. Randy's and the always... ideas that they did with control. I'm very mm-hmm. excited to play it, and I think it's probably going to be the best narrative. Remedy is just That's my brilliant, brilliant like narrative direction. Like the the what they do with their games is just on another level. It's I, I say another level, but I don't. I don't mean that to say that they're better than anyone else, but they're doing something different than everybody else. Kind of like Nintendo to yeah. Xbox and PlayStation. No, we were talking. About I that. finished. They've got a Final lot, Fantasy a lot more ambition with their storytelling. I don't think Final Fantasy wins this, honestly. No, I don't think so. I it, thought it was disappointing. Wasn't Final Fantasy really disappointing? Mm, I thought overall, everyone was saying that it, it could have been far better. Like I played that game top to bottom, and the last like ten to fifteen hours, I did not want to play that game. Uh, a lot of people recommend doing the side quests. I think you should just mainline it. Mm-hmm. How long did it take to finish it? It took like 50 or 60 hours. It was a commitment. There you go, Louie. There you go, Louie. This one's you for you. kind of do the same thing over and over Hey! Day. I got two of them. <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush and Liza P on Art Direction. Now, I, now I'm bored. I don't know. No, uh, I, dude, Liza P. It has to be. Come on. As far okay, as far as art direction, like don't, don't, get, me, don't get me wrong. Hi-Fi, yeah, come on. Hi-Fi Rush is probably my favorite aesthetically talking. Like, like it's just so much fun. It keeps you hype. It keeps you in the level. The music, the the beats, everything is is just it's overstimulating and how good of like mm. a like a whole experience that game is. But I gotta admit, man, when you're looking at all the details in Liza P, when you just get that nice angle, and you're like, mm. "Why would you put like that little?" No one's looking. <laughs> I'm looking because I'm an idiot, but nobody else is looking. It's so goddamn perfect. My God, I I want to shake their hands. They really, really went all out on that game, man. 
So Liza, please make another one soon. I thought they already confirmed that they're working on a sequel. Yeah, they're doing a sequel. Yeah, that's yeah. They said that they were. Yeah. Yeah, I it's was funny to me that there's a Zelda like there's of Lies of P, and like it's like you're right. Like somebody was breaking it down to me how Lies of P isn't Dark Souls, it's not Bloodborne, and it's so much different from them. And I'm like, you're right. Like, oh my god, like there's so much more going on here than I had because I for the longest time I tried to explain Lies of P to people like that it's a Bloodborne kind of like spiritual successor, but it's so much more than that. Mm. It's funny to me that, that there's I'm a Zelda game be- on here that I I think doesn't deserve to be on here a game. Like it's it goes to show how many good games came out this year. Yeah. Uh when Zelda is like the worst one in most categories. Again, harsh. I haven't played so harsh. <laughs> it, if you like Zelda, it's fine. <laughs> the story's really cool. Could have been better, but you like know. Like one of my most anticipated games in yeah, a very long Zelda time. You're like, hey, you know, you I, might like it. <laughs> I sadly have only put like too. maybe 20 hours into Tears of the Kingdom so far. So like my so far I've been enjoying everything I've played with it. But yeah, the performance is a bit rough in the game. Um mm-hmm. it doesn't feel quite as like got its hooks in me as Breath of the Wild initially did. So I mm-hmm. mean it could be because like you mm-hmm. said, it's a repeat essentially of that game. So we've got Here's best where I think music. Final Fantasy wins. And the music? Mm-hmm. Hands down. Really? Hands down. The the soundtrack and the score for 16 is some of the best they've ever done. Final Fantasy is always a great music, mm-hmm. to be fair. Hi-Fi Not a Hi-Fi Rush, though? Hi-Fi Rush. I, I haven't played it, unfortunately. <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush has got an amazing soundtrack. It's really good. A million. Game is centered I, ha- on music. I have listened to A Million by Nine Inch Nails every day since playing that game i mean i would listen to it at least twice a month but then that game now i have like like context of like like you know i'm thinking about that mm-hmm. big boss and all i'm just mm-hmm. like i feel the failure it just gets so hyped it is so i've got to play that at some point that was like audio so design see yeah. I, feel like, so I feel like good. that maybe i feel like that's maybe why final fantasy will take it because hi-fi rush is more songs rather than a score mm. Mm, that true. that I'll give you. There is a lot of score, and the score See, itself now, is very good. But compared to up, like, mm-mm. it comes up here on audio design as well. I think so it wins here. Okay, yeah, this is there, interesting yeah. because Dead Space I know has insane mm. sound design, but when I'm looking at this, it's like Resident Evil Four. Like I remember really enjoying Resident Evil Four, and it was a lot of cool effects and stuff. But I'm like, I didn't think of it as like. Mm-mm. best of audio design as much as I love that game. You're right, though. Dead Space yeah, has a really good if, audio. I, I don't know if, uh, if if Spider-Man belongs on here. I didn't think the audio design mm. was like to this level. I, I not, to the, not that it's bad. I think it's brilliant, but I think there's other games that were superior in terms of its audio design. But I, I, is- looking at it, something here, I'd say it's Dead Space or Alan Wake. This is one of those things where I feel like the Game Awards is a little too full of itself and you get these points of like there are certain games that are going to make these lists no matter what anyone says. Mm-hmm. And like who knows what's going on behind closed doors for certain things to come up or be on these lists and like that's why like Eliza P might show up a- on a list but I don't think Eliza P is going to win anything because the people who are in control of a lot of this stuff <laughs> there's a process and we know the like outlets that have jury members I, I wish they would be a little bit more transparent about what that process looks like though yeah yeah but then you I might think be i wonder if it's the same the kind of situation i wonder if it's the same kind of situation where like the oscars came under fire a long time ago where like they would nominate some films for random awards so to be like some like drama and they nominated for like best sound design and it wouldn't have no chance of winning, but they were just nominated so that they could say the total nominations it got was like a whole bunch more mm-hmm. to say like this film got seven Oscar nods. That's why it's a really good film instead of like, oh, it's it won Best Picture and like that. It's amazing for that. Instead of just having one nomination, they just wanted mm-hmm. to shell it out. So I think maybe that's what they're doing with Spider-Man 2 because I don't I don't maybe. think it, it's no, nah, it shouldn't be there for audio design. This is why when I do Game of the Year accolades on my thing, I just smush them all together and I say, these are just some great games. And here's why we think yeah. they're great. They're all good. I don't yeah. give like a particular There's award no to everyone like win. Yeah, I think for us, like what I want to do when we get around to our actual Game of the Year discussions and just like if we're going to do this kind of a breakdown, 
I want to give everyone the chance to say at least three games because I think there's just mm-hmm. too many ga- too many great games that came out this year to break it all down to just one. Like I honestly Huge can't decide. Yeah. Like I like, pulled up a list the other day of every game mm-hmm. that's come out this year, and it was just like, oh my god, this and this and this and this and this, and it was. I'm like, I didn't, I forget that all these games came out this year, and they're all some of them are just fantastic and amazing. I also published mine in January because of December releases. And for yeah. this year, like Meat of the Hollower is still slated to come out, I guess. Fair enough. So yeah, fair enough. Uh, this is one of the things that it's like performance. Okay, so performance, like I'm sure they're all amazing. And it's like, I feel like mm-hmm. how do you break it down to like just these six people? And I said this before the show. I was asking, like, how is a uh, Naji not on this list with mm-hmm. Yuri? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't I don't think I don't think Naji Jira is mild. I don't think his performance was that good i don't think it's it's one of the best the one of the top six of the year mm. uh but it was it was still really good but yuri lowenthal's performance was phenomenal what i heard he's of my venom. favorite i would say neil oh, oh tony todd is venom yeah tony todd is venom is like a really good choice too yeah he was really i just feel like he didn't have mm. enough time mm. um to really warrant being like best performance of the year he was like a very like small character. He didn't have a lot of time mm-hmm. on screen. Wait, Venom's in it. So that's why I would. Say, yeah, I, I wouldn't say like. <laughs> Wait, what? That's why I wouldn't all say Tony Todd for performance. He didn't have enough. All nineteen inches of him. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm going either New, Neil Neil Newborn or mm-hmm. or Yuri. That's 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 who I'm saying. I, I really like Alan Ben Star. So, but I hope the Alan Wake actress gets it because from what I've really seen of that character, too. it seems really good. I like Ben as Clive. I think Clive's mm-hmm. like vocal performance is really well done. I don't think the Star Wars guy wins this at all. No, I'm. I was nah, actually surprised to see either. him on there. Not because of his performance, but because the character doesn't have much going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. I've never liked him. <laughs> I'm still gonna. <laughs> I want to. I'm, I'm I still gonna pick to, with my choice. I P. I mean, you know, still the best voice P? actor. The best voice acting P. in any best game. Best voice actor was P. <laughs> Ever, <laughs> he was he was great. It was so understated, but so very legal. robotic. <laughs> I want to. I'm going to basically skim over accessibility, and I want to say I'm happy that this is a thing. It, it's <laughs> great that games have more accessibility. Yeah. I don't know these individual games well enough to say I have a pick of which one has the better accessibility. I'm just happy they all have it, and I want to leave it to Street Fighter yeah. specifically for modern controls. And you can button map everything. Yeah, that's dude, true. that's that's, that's a that's a great accessibility option. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. So games for impact. I only know two of the games. On I got a hundred percent vote for this one. I know. I'm sure I know what you're going to say, Nick. Disclosure: yeah. My company worked uh, with Space for the Unbound. Mm. <laughs> that's Fair. the other oh, one we have. We gotta say that one. Now. Damn. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Chia because I actually did a review for this game earlier, and it's like a really cool. Uh, showcase of the culture of New Caledonia and I thought it was really cute and really quaint. It was kind of like a Disney movie playing through it and it was really cool to see the culture of New Caledonia. I loved it. I absolutely enjoyed my time with it. So that would that would take my vote, but I also oh yeah. I haven't, haven't played any of the others, so it's a bit difficult to mm. kind of I've never kind of heard of there. Chance of Senar. I got to check that I one out. Heard that either. I just it just clicked with me Goodbye Volcano High. I remember when that game was announced and I thought that looks really interesting. I need to remember when that game comes out and I've forgotten about it since then. <laughs> I don't have a horse in this race either. Sorry. Bye. It's a it's really cool name. Liza Peak. Liza Peak. This is confusing Games me. Games impact that had an impact on Louis. So best like ongoing game. What is Cyberpunk 2077 doing on this category? I know. I don't like the got precedence. DLC, no game ever gets DLC. I don't like the precedence of putting DLC titles in here. Yeah, why? I is think that... that making a case for like best DLC, that's cool. Yeah. Like, but this should me, be a live service thing. My choice would be Final is Fantasy it, 14 because it... it's the only game in this list I actually play. <laughs> and I like Final Fantasy 14. Maybe it's maybe Cyberpunk was nominated for best ongoing because they've it's been an ongoing process trying to fix the game. Because mm-hmm. they've been developing it for seven <laughs> years and then had to fix it for four more years. You know what? These guys <laughs> worked really hard to, to I, make this actually kind of work. Let's just just give it to them. Just for God's sake. I will I will uh, I will say this. If Apex Legends gets it, I'm gonna rage. Yeah, I don't think it deserves it either. That game is that game is ass oh and it is yeah. so terribly supported by the devs and EA, it can eat shit and die. 
I would put most of the blame on EA if I had a hazard of a guess. Hundred percent. Uh, I feel bad for respawn. Honestly, yeah. I could see Fortnite. I feel so this. bad for respawn. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in Fortnite. They like brought back a. They, they've really reinvigorated it with the new season and everything. I actually mm-hmm. started playing it again, and I, I must say I'm enjoying it. I would love to spend more time with Final Fantasy 14, but I just it the onboarding is the worst part. Yeah, One getting of these started days. in mm-hmm. is rough, but they've gotten better about like teaching you and training you when you get started. It's a matter of like. Mm-hmm. The hurdle is the first main storyline. Like after you logging get that, in, the is the worst sto- part for me. Logging in is rough because they f- Square is really <laughs> bad about the way they set up like security and login stuff. It's mm-hmm. rough. Like, uh, it's bad. Jeez. I actually, I accidentally made a raw a new account once, and then I couldn't migrate like the stuff from. I was like, oh, it was a, it was a crap show. <laughs> but, anyways. Let's not look at the next one here. So best community support. Another one of these things is like, if you're not in that community, how do you vote for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, you, it's not great to this uh, is just a, Destiny the on there when they all wins. got laid off. Yeah, like that does not seem like the best place for Destiny right now. Then again, when they made those is, nominations, is, we didn't know about layoffs. So that could be mm-hmm. wide there. Yeah. But uh, I mean, By that's the, the, the same thing I have to ask about Cyberpunk. I mean, is Cyberpunk an online game? Do you play it online? I don't think so. No. Recognize no. So how, how, how is this a community game? And responsiveness, inclusive of social media. I, I think well, it's more, it's about the support function of like how well mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. respond to people when they've and need they need help. Or when yeah. See if that's the case, then maybe Cyberpunk should win. But then in that in that case as well, like even with the other one, th- let's just involve uh, you know No Man's Sky. Just I know it's twenty years old. Just put it in there and be like, you know what? They really worked on that one too, and now it doesn't suck. So was, yeah. that, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, will Final Fantasy ever not be on this list because the game released once, then they killed it, and then re-release it as an entirely new game that's way better than the original version. They continuously do those big fan fests and stuff. Like, this is yeah. a hard one to quantify. Yeah. All I got to say is mm-hmm. please support community ma- managers. Be nice to them. And people need to unionize bad. Mm. So here's a big one. Best independent game. This is the category <laughs> I can really get behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I've not played most of these games. I've played Sea of Stars. I want to play Cocoon really bad. I want to play Day of the Diver really bad. I want to play Dredge really bad. I don't know much about Viewfinder, but every one of these games to me is like, I want to know more of all mm-hmm. these, and I want to love all of them. What's crazy is <laughs> I spend most of my days playing into games. I've never played any of these. No, not, none okay. of our stride titles are in this, I don't think. Cocoon, Day of the Diver, Dredge. No, I'm pretty certain we didn't work with any of those. Maybe <laughs> Viewfinder? I don't know. <laughs> don't even know. Wasn't yeah, me. <laughs> I played I played Sea of Stars for a little while and it was really cool, but I was like playing a lot of stuff at the time. Hey, so I need to get back to it. But I, I really liked it. It's like a cool turn-based mm-hmm. like RPG type game. It's really it's cool. very retro, like 16-bit classic RPG. And if it, that's your jam, you'll love Sea mm-hmm. of Stars. It's I very it's a- absolutely <laughs> it's absolutely one hundred percent Ian's game of the year. Yeah. So- it's like uh like Ian's it's like Ian's version of Louis Liza P. <laughs> There's a composer like, that shares Sea of Stars and Chrono Trigger. I learned recently, mm. like also wrote pieces for Sea of Stars. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of influence uh, from Chrono Trigger and Sea of Stars. All these games look really cool. Everything I've heard about all of them is just like incredible amounts of praise and how everything's like cleverly designed. I would love to spend more time with any of them. Yeah, me too. It's- I love how these indie games get this kind of publicity though at the Game mm-hmm. Awards. It's really cool. We need more. We need Absolutely so much more. Need more. But need more. man, this is why yeah. the Game Awards <laughs> are cool start. and fine, but there's all these other outlets doing their own Game Awards, and I think that's also important to support. I, I just thought mm-hmm. that it was so funny that like like all of the mainline games is like they're the same five games mm-hmm. for every category, and then it's like mm-hmm. best. You know, every independent category is like completely separate from one another, and I mean, you know, that happens. Lord of the Rings won everything that one year. But Dave the Diver still, was also like really funded by its company Nexon. And so it bring brought up this whole discussion of like, well, what is an independent game? Mm. There. It's true. Messy. So now we've got best debut indie game, which is a lot of the same, but also includes mm-hmm. Pizza Tower, which I never heard of this game until I watched the video earlier today. And I looked this game up and I was really surprised to see that it's a like a 
heavily inspired by the Wario games, like the mm-hmm. old Wario Land games. And I was like, what? Like, get the heck out of here. Okay, now you got my attention. Ooh. Not what I expected from that. It looks like a ton of fun. Also, again, surprising that I haven't played any of these. It's one of the few years where the indies section is like things I haven't touched, which goes to show you how many damn games there are. I was just going to say, it's because there's so many damn good indie games that have come out this year, too. I I am amazed that El Paso Elsewhere isn't anywhere on the TGAs. That blows my mind. I haven't played it yet, but all I hear about it is just like, wow, what an incredible title. Mm -hmm. If I had to do anything, I want to throw out an honorary mention for me, what I've just played. And uh, Alex, you can shout out for this, like Slay the Princess. Hmm. I hear it's good. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. I, that's, Art, all, that's all I can say, pretty much. That was a stride title. Um, yeah. World of Horror, I haven't played either, but it hit 1.0. We supported that. Uh, I did play World of, of Horror that incredible. didn't click with me as much, but it was also pretty cool. But I didn't Princess, work a stride. I'd review both of those, so if that tells you anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't shout out Slay the Princess enough. It's one of the most insanely interesting narrative games I've ever played. It's so good. That voice acting is incredible in it. I have yeah. a copy. I just haven't played it yet. Yeah. Soon. Moving on. Best mobile game. Don't really care. I, I, I don't I don't even care. <laughs> I just, Final Fantasy just because of the name. Never played it. I think Honkai takes this personally, but probably, know. yeah, most likely. <laughs> just because it's really popular and a lot mm-hmm. of people play it because it's free to play and it's easy to get into. That wouldn't surprise mobile me. Mobile and VR, I don't think are terribly representative of the platforms. Mm-hmm. But what do you expect? No, Next. VR. Best VR AR game. I didn't know Synapse came out. My, this year. I completely missed on that. It w- was yeah. My my vote for VR is definitely the Horizon game. Hmm. I think it looks amazing. I think they've optimized the the VR in terms of like the gameplay in the game, in terms of like the hmm. shooting and and stuff. I think they've done it really well, and it looks phenomenal. I'd say hmm. it's between that and Resident Evil. So, you know, the only VR game that I've really played this year is a shooter game on PC called Vertigo 2, mm. and that is crazy good. I'm a, a little irritated that like, it doesn't even get a whisper on here, but it's so good. So I wish good. I had more time with the PSVR 2. I've never get, tried it. I get terrible motion sickness, so I can only play I've never VR tried in my VR tiny ever. little bits. <laughs> I think the Quest is actually kind of worth I've it. I've never tried VR. Self-contained. I, I, like that. I love mm-hmm. my quest. I am always talking about that. I need to get the quest three because this one's kind of crapped itself out. But uh, <laughs> I did try the, the PS VR two. <clears throat> I will say this. It is a much stronger system, mm. but it just the fact that they do not like, oh, yeah, you can use it on the computer in it like that. That completely does it in. <laughs> you just totally let, can. I'm pretty certain. I'm, I'm not positive that there's. Yeah. <laughs> But you have to go in there and do some kind of break-ins and all that kind of stuff. But like when like, I heard about it, the the like first PSVR, it looked pretty straightforward. So I, if if you wanted to figure it out, I, I'm sure you could. <laughs> well, I hate I hated the first uh, the first PlayStation VR. It, it like <laughs> man, I, I I played uh of course Resident Evil in that thing, and oh yeah, it would have been great. But I just I could not see straight, and especially mm-hmm. the fact that like like every time that you would turn, I would get motion sickness, and I do not get motion sickness at all. But that game gave me severe sickness. So yeah, it just depends, really? I guess. But the I think new one is so really many good. better VR games. I don't know. It's True. it's one of those like throwaway categories, honestly. But I hope whoever wins it gets some good attention because mm-hmm. the VR space needs more like people involved. Absolutely. Yeah. Best action game. I have two horses in this race for sure. Armored Core Six and Remnant Two. I love both of those games. Now, here's is great a big too. disclosure. <laughs> I directly worked on Ghost Runner. <laughs> right. My name is in the credits for this one. So, nice. uh, and I don't, all right, that's I don't think I'll vote anyways. <laughs> but yeah, all of these are, are cool titles. I'm surprised that uh, there's a couple like that you would, would expect to be here, right? Like, Lies of P should be here. Yeah, right. Excuse me? <laughs> At least, yeah. I'm surprised Dang. Dead Island 2 is there, honestly. That's a like, weird one. Okay, like I, I see it, it is an Surprise action. Dead game, on a but... was even made. <laughs> <laughs> if Ghost Runner wins, I'll eat my hat. I'll be so excited. <laughs> see, I haven't tried yeah. that too, but Ghost Runner 1 is easily one of my favorite action games ever. That thing is, oh, I love that smoothness and everything. I love those kinds of games. From what I've played of the second one, it's it's an evolution and it's cool. Obviously, I'm, you know, I worked on it, but I, I think it's neat. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited. I've, I've, 
I've beaten all of Remnant 1. I love Remnant 1. I can't like encourage people enough to play the game. Remnant 2, I haven't been able to get as much time into, but it's even better and it's more fun than the first game. So I'm, it's something I still need to spend more time with. But I can't because there's so many damn games that have come out this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, wild year for game quality. Wild year for game industry like lows. Mm. It's a problem. We, yeah. we, it's, it's a weird time this year. Like, like what how a do we have so year. many crazy the big high end games getting released, but also massive mm. amounts of layoffs and industry just terribleness. And them <laughs> like, suits what? be greedy, man. What is yep. happening? Also, they probably overhired when all the sales jumped up during the like pandemic stretch, eh. and then when those sales dipped, they panicked and then laid off a bunch of everybody people. True, that's probably how fair widespread that it is. It's kind of like a rebound effect mm-hmm. of um, the spike from COVID. And who suffers? Never the people mm-hmm. setting these goals. Never. It's always the people doing the the grunt work. Mm-hmm. Super unfortunate. Action adventure game. I think these are all very good candidates, honestly. But if I had to pick, I, I Resident Evil Four is mine because I just love that game. It's yeah. easily one of my favorite games this, ever. This feels like Game of the Year. This mm. this feels like Game of the Year Part Two. Mm. <laughs> it's well, like the same five games. It's this got Star Wars on. <laughs> the only it. thing we're missing here is like uh, Baldur's Gate, isn't it? Yeah. Baldur's I think Spider Man takes this one. It's very possible. I, I think I that's a very good so. possibility. I think I think like if if Alan Wake takes game of the year i think spider-man 2 gets i don't see alan wake getting action adventure versa. game because i feel like it's a slower paced game that's not as like mm-hmm. high-end intensity as any of these other games i've heard mm-hmm. alan wake is a slow burn so i think it's all the middle ones i think it, it it's a toss-up between re4 spider-man and jedi because all those are great action games and they're also great adventure games there you go yeah i don't, oh, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if star wars gets it but <laughs> I don't know. I didn't play Star Wars. I don't care. You, for the you Star are Wars just Jedi going games, so, so hard. On <laughs> it's really weird. I normally I'm going to talk about Zelda later. I adore this franchise, but I think Tears of the Kingdom missed the mark by a lot. So, so tell me what what was what are your thoughts on Tears of the Kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode. You can listen to it on the Forever Classic podcast on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not we're joking. There's a whole episode. To, we're gonna get into all this Belgian. It's just gonna be nothing but Legend of Zelda, and you're like, this is why it's bad. I wouldn't be surprised if Star Wars doesn't get anything. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Star Wars doesn't win anything. It's a good yeah. game, but is it like an all timer? I don't know. I think it's a great game, but it's it's I think it's gonna lose out to others pretty much no matter what. Especially oh, sorry, viewing it. sorry EA, it's I think the EA stigma is harsh on Star Wars. A lot of people are anti EA. Mm-hmm. And even though Star Wars, EA. exactly, that's Case like people point. are going to look over Star Wars because it's EA, <laughs> not because it's Respawn. They'll play Apex till the, and the it's cows respawn. come home, but they're like, "Oh, EA Star Wars, no!" Like, yeah, hey. I don't know. Titanfall, please. Hey, Titanfall three, please. There's another Eliza P for you. I agree. Hey, a Starfield. Hey, Ooh, Starfield. this is a hard one. I think Baldur's Liza Gate wins P. it, but this is a hard one. Yeah. Uh, this is this is one of the best looking categories, I think, with the best variety and options. Absolutely, I don't think Final Fantasy mm. deserves to be here, though. Eh. It's probably it's, one of the few big named RPGs mm. that came out this year. It's a great cinematic action game. It is not a good RPG. True, not I've even heard that close. Too, that it's not a very good RPG. Like, I'm really happy to see an indie game though in this category. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. really cool. That's cool. So right? I think Ian's going to be very stoked that Sea of Stars is in there. He's just like Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars. He's like. Voting he loves like it. He's obsessed with it. I hope it wins. Personally, that would be great. I, I got about yeah. ten that'd minutes be, into Starfield, cool. and I just I'm sorry I couldn't do. It. <laughs> I know everyone's like, yeah, you just <laughs> missed. The-. I don't that, care. It Starfield, did not, like any Bethesda games, hit or miss. You, you either get it or you don't. That's that's as much as there is to it. I, I think you know I'll what? Get I it agree on with sale and it. mod the hell out of it. Hmm. Well, there's that too. <laughs> Everybody's naked and I'll fight with dildos. Done. That's now not I'm in what it. I do in my mod scene. <laughs> done. I load in stellar I, things I, like I, uh, I, Forgotten City. <laughs> uh, so for me, like the only games on this list I've played yet so far is I've played all of Starfield. I played a good. I've played a chunk of Liza P, but I'm I'm not even close to beating it. I played a bit of Sea of Stars, so it's like. I need I've, I need to try Baldur's Gate finally because I keep getting told by people that even though Baldur's Gate is not my type of game, people mm-hmm. are saying it wasn't mine either, but goddamn, I fell in love with it. So it's like, 
plan on getting right. it before the end of the year. I want to get it for my partner. We'll play it, it when it comes to Xbox. Mm. Okay. It's the main okay. thing I'm waiting on right now. I might play one other game. Best I've fighting heard of game. Pain. Don't I care. Just Street Fighter Six is the only thing. I, I swear. I swear to God, if if Mortal Kombat wins Best Fighting Game, I'm gonna be so upset. I can't imagine it, Mortal Kombat. Like it's maybe just my opinion, but I hate what they've done with Mortal Kombat. I think they've absolutely ruined the game. It absolutely just destroyed it. It made it arcadey and goofy, and I hate it. I hate it mm. so much. Presentation. I don't know how you guys feel about Mortal Kombat, but I just it it looks great, and it's it it could have been so good. I maybe it is good. To, like most of the people, I just I hate what they've done with it. Oh, I'm so, I'm so upset about it. <laughs> I'm not terribly fond of games with uh, really long combo strings. And Mortal Kombat has a well, I don't know if it does anymore, but it did have a bunch of infinites. It it doubled down I, on it. I mean, Mortal Kombat 11 was nice. The combo strings like could get pretty pretty wild, but this one's even worse. Where like you can bounce enemies and then assist, and so the the whole assist or the cameo fighter mechanic mm-hmm. is something they introduced in Injustice 2, um, mm. which is like you could just have like a character assist in in a fight. So that's it, and that was like that wasn't a main gameplay mechanic. That was like in the extra fights, like it wasn't part of the main sort of you know, it's like the fighting mechanics. So they took something that was a gimmick mm-hmm. from Injustice 2 and they've now made it a main gameplay draw. Right. That I just feel so shunted by them by saying like, we have no idea what the fuck to do for the new game. We're going to take a very tiny little mechanic from a game three games ago and we're going to make that the main gameplay draw. I just hate that. I hate that with mm-hmm. a passion. I don't know. That's just me. It's that's a little bit of a dungeon for you. I think Street Fighter Six wins it. Okay, moving on, yeah. deservedly so. I am sure. really glad that Pocket mm. Bravery is here, and I would almost bet that as far as like a complete package is concerned, I think Pocket Bravery beats out Street Fighter because of the aggressive monetization that's in SF Six. Mm. Yeah, I don't know much about Pocket Bravery, mm. but I was actually completely floored when I heard that uh, Nickelodeon All Star Brawls was getting really high review scores. I was like, what? <laughs> It doesn't she make sense to me, especially because like ah, Game Mill, I hate Game Mill so much. Like Game Mill is so bad with the games that oh, they are. They're such. They're calm. literally a mill. They're a farm for just terrible. At games. least they labeled it properly. I guess there's a great <laughs> Sterling episode about this. <laughs> I saw it this morning. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I just reviewed the, their Avatar game that they published a few weeks ago, and it was terrible. Yikerino. Terrible. I would love to spend more time with Pocket Bravery. I would love to give MK1 a try, but I've played a crap ton of Street Fighter 6. I've commentated Street Fighter 6. I've streamed it. It's such a like cultural thing. Mm. Street Fighter 6 is going to be around I played, for a while. I played the I played the demo of Street Fighter 6 and I got to say I enjoyed it so much more. Like I gave Street Fighter 5 mm-hmm. a chance and I did not like it. The problem and is I Street gave Street Fighter, Fighter 6 a chance over. because of a lot cooler mm-hmm. and the way that they've changed up the accessibility with the controls like there's the modern controls. I thought it was so much more fun. I actually really enjoyed it. I want to get yeah. it when it's uh, when it's on sale. I don't know Sonic here because I haven't Sonic. played any of these games. So then, like, I've tried Party Animals once. I haven't tried any of oh, them. But it's Mario, I would love to see Party Animals win this. It's probably Mario though. Probably Mario. Mm. Most likely. I, for, I forgot where the names were for a second, and I was like, "What the hell is sign in to vote?" I'm not even sorry. I'm not even sorry. I like the look of that Disney Illusion Island because I like the new style of Disney where they're getting like real wonky and goofy with their yeah. animation mm-hmm. style. And that, like that's exactly Disney, the one I was looking at. Disney has gotten really better with some of the writing. Like if you've watched any of the new Mickey Mouse or the new uh, DuckTales, like the new DuckTales is kind of fire. It's really like, funny. It's I like really the new good. Dude. Yeah. It's really good. So like I actually feel like if I play this Disney Illusion Island game, I would actually really enjoy it. And I've heard a lot of Rayman over at a uh, remap. Some of the guys covered that one, and it uh it seems like fun. I'll talk about Mickey later. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, <laughs> King of Hearts. Uh best sim strategy game. I have Advanced Wars mm. one and two. I have not played it yet, <laughs> but I love the old originals. I think people were mad about City Skyline too, weren't they? I hadn't heard anything. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people bitching about it. And I don't know if that one landed as well in the community. I don't know if Company of Heroes did either because COH2 is like one of the all-time greats from what I've heard. I had a friend who's like, no, you're going to play this with me. He bought it for me. I didn't get it. <laughs> and so I haven't <laughs> played it since. 
But uh, I think Pikmin wins here. Maybe more for yeah, broader. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see Company of Heroes again because I played the first one like way back when, and I thought it was really cool. So it's cool to see them making a new game. I haven't played any of these. I'm not a really big simulation gamer, so I don't know. I just I know yeah. a Company of Heroes. So <laughs> have you played any of these or have any history with these series, Louis? <laughs> <laughs> <Lies of feet. laughs> I I know about Pikmin. Pikmin starts with P. That if there was there was yeah. a game like P. that on of one Pikmin. of the Nintendos. It's, I mean, Company of Heroes. Like I, I'm familiar with all of these, but I've never played any of them. None none in the series. Nothing like that. I, I, I'm not. Eh. These guys are like always are always going to be. I I not a big strategy gamer. Uh, for me, the only strategy game that matters is uh, um, chess. That's that's about it. <laughs> like chess. everything else. I, no, give me the sword. I want to go punch this dragon in the dick. I'm tired. Uh, I get to live this fantasy. Don't make me have to wait my turn. This one so, makes me laugh, by the way. Yeah. Why do you need the sword it's, if you're going to punch the dragon in the dick? Hold the safety reason. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you jab it in the taint and then to you look go. Cool. That well, well you're, well, you're holding on. <laughs> Can you imagine a game it's like Final Fantasy 16 and he carries a sword the entire time but just punches stuff? <laughs> like, what's with the sword? <laughs> right in the dick. That would Space be such a good bit. Back. Oh my god. I'm gonna make that game. At you the end watch. of the game, he finally reaches back and it's incredible. <laughs> I think it's interesting <laughs> that they've merged sports and racing because it's like, well, it's mostly racing games. The problem is most of the sports games are butthole. <laughs> oh yeah, most sports games always are. Yeah, there is a. I, I, I can speak. I can speak for for uh, EA, EA Sports. It's not FIFA anymore. Mm. EA Sports FC, and I can say it is ass. It is mm. <laughs> the typical FIFA. It's it's the typical reskin FIFA where it's like this exactly the same as FIFA twenty three, like nothing's changed. And F one twenty three also the same kind of thing. It's just a, like it's a reskin of F one twenty two. I think it goes to Forza. I play the first Hot Wheels. Very aggressive monetization strategies. It's borderline like mm. unethical. Uh, cool game though. And Damn. if the sequel is just a better version of what they established in the first game mechanically, hell yeah, Hot Wheels because that game was cool. I yeah. can only imagine. That <laughs> I enjoyed Hot crew. Wheels, but I couldn't play it. I can only imagine the crew has bad monetization too because Ubisoft is really Ubisoft. bad with monetization as well. Forza probably takes this one. Yeah. If I had to guess. I've been really enjoying yeah. Forza Motorsport and they make great games. Like there's no there's no bad Forza. Like probably the worst Forza is Forza Five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But other than that, like every Forza game is amazing. Everyone I've played, Forza is always a front runner. I don't understand sports games. <laughs> I don't understand sports. I don't well, like sports racing players. sports, like whatever. If it was football and basketball games, I'm like, eh, I haven't played those games in ages. But hmm. best multiplayer they're, they're, games. They're fun to play with, with friends because you know you can shit talk to each other while you're in the room. Mm-hmm. That I get, but it's the same thing also like like with watching sports for me. I will not do it on my own. You couldn't pay me to do it on my own. Uh, I, if <laughs> if you could tell me which team I should be voting for, then uh, you know, yeah, all right, we might have yeah. a, might have a good in. time. Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna kind of like skim us along here because we've been going on this for quite some time. Yeah. Um. And I want us to yeah, move along. I mean, personally, I don't have anything else doing tonight, so don't let me keep you. you yeah. Keep you here as long. This as is it. Yeah, I'm kind of I, I was planning to sign off in ten minutes, but I wanted. Well, to we do haven't that. even done, done the podcast yet. <laughs> I know. I wasn't expecting this one to take. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I will just touch on this real quick. Like best adaptation. There's some good options on here because I really mm-hmm. enjoy the Castlevania animes. The Last of Us show was very good, even though it was not perfect. Mm-hmm. But then again, what an, what adaptation is? I love the Super Mario movie personally. Yeah. I don't care what mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the mm-hmm. best video game movie probably mm-hmm. ever. And it's opening up doors for others. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there are three good choices here. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I saw I saw the first episode for Twisted Metal, and it wasn't too bad. It was pretty oh, good. Too bad, I, but I appreciated it. Nomination. I mean, you have 
these are the nominations. Like, like yeah, not just some not of the just, better ones came out. These in like are the nominations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because the last which, which, season of the the previous Castlevania season, that is a woo boy. Mm-hmm. And then there's like Arcane and stuff. Like there are better video game adaptations now than there's ever been. And it's in the anime mm-hmm. space. We're also getting sure. new animations for other video games, including Onimusha and Devil May Cry. The Devil May Cry one looks really there's, cool. Uh, so there's, good. I think there's also there's us. It's out. I started watching it. There's us. There's, there's also a Tomb Raider anime coming out at the beginning of next year, mm. which I'm immensely excited for. That looks freaking amazing. Can't wait for the remake. This most anticipated category feels like a throwaway because it's like, yes. uh, uh, all right. It's either Final Fantasy or Hades 2. However, all of these games look cool, but I question the uh, the, the the output of Ubisoft. And so uh, Star Wars will have to impress me personally. I've heard, like, Outlaws looks incredible mm-hmm, from the previews mm-hmm. they did. But again, um, Ubisoft has got a really bad track record right now. So There was just a Tekken 8, like, exhibition stream, and it looked sick. Can't wait. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> all righty yeah, let's uh i know I, I don't care about creator of the year i don't care about esports of the year no we I can skip all those yeah <laughs> i have no, i never know who any of these people are every single <laughs> year yeah and then we can go back to like all right let's get to now the, main- the event evo wins here it's either <laughs> evo or league and the only reason league wins is because of their big holographic stage like halftime show stuff all right so let's close it out with this whether you've played it or not of this mm. list, what would you be? What would you be your one pick of game of the year from this list? Liza Peak from this list, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Baldur's Gate losing here, legitimately. Really, I I think that it's a sure win. I would almost bet money that Baldur's Gate wins. If I had more money, I would. I was going to say almost. <laughs> what, what is the oh oh the lack of money is the deciding factor. Got it. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> can't make no bets I, if, I, if I had to guess I, I would I would say either four, Resident Evil 4 or Spider-Man 2 that's that's that without knowing anything beyond mm-hmm. the commercials that's my guess sorry yeah I mean for me like I, I absolutely I want to Spider-Man 2 take it because I, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan I absolutely adored the game I thought it was fantastic but yeah I mean Baldur's, Baldur's Gate and, and just it's it's impact on the industry and and the, the players, I I I have to I think I have to agree with Alex. I don't see it losing, yeah. not not sort of without controversy. Yeah. So like Nick, my personal choice is Resident Evil Four because it's the game that I've played the most of this year. I've devoured that game. I love Same. the game. I have a massive history with Resident Evil. I love the original. The remake is gorgeous. It's one of the best remakes that Capcom has ever made. It does games right where it gives you a good loop system of like it encourages mm-hmm. you to keep playing the game it's phenomenal when it comes to like a mainstream game i agree though that based on just the zeitgeist around Baldur's gate 3 it will probably most likely win far too well made and far too horny for its own good people love it too horny yeah <laughs> that's it that's why because it's horny <laughs> way too horny They know because up. it's too horny. All right, very good, <laughs> awesome. I don't, but uh, do we do we think though because of how Legend of Zelda does at Game Awards and during Game Awards seasons, do you think it's got a shot at winning? I don't think I, this year. I, I want to open up that as a conversation. My, I, I really uh, don't think we did some early predictions for Game of the Year earlier on, and, and like obviously back then we we're like, oh, it's got to be Zelda. It's got to be Zelda, and this was before Baldur's Gate really hit the scene. And now after Zelda is actually released, and it's like it's good but there's issues and there's other now there's just other games that are outshining zelda so yeah it's it's definitely fallen out of my mind as the top contender if it wins i don't think it deserves it for Mm -hmm. reasons previously mentioned and i feel like that's happened lots of times in the past so there's multiple years where something wins game of the year and i'm like that's ridiculous how how Mm -hmm. like nah i don't that's baloney baloney if it's not yeah. Baldur's Gate, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be the favorite. Surely. Let it be Mario Brothers, and that all of us can just die happy because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all just lose it. Baldur's yeah, Gate's also been playable Mario for the wins longest. Anything, everyone loves Mario. Come on! If you factor in the amount of time that people played that in early access before it even hit 1.0, it right. is the most like 
it has been available for the longest amount of time. True. I was Beyond saying, Baldur's Gate has been out for several years, <laughs> technically. Mm-hmm. Technically. Was it, was it, it was only in early access on PC, yeah? I yeah. believe so, yeah. Yeah, it didn't hit consoles, and it just hit PS5 recently, I think. Like, after the full yeah. PC release. Yeah, and then now the Xbox version <laughs> is supposed to be said to be coming out this year before the end of 2023. Maybe. We'll see, I guess. I didn't even know it was not on Xbox yet. I didn't either. It's not, it's not out on Xbox yet. They're still working on it because they had to optimize for Series S. And I just read a report that because of the optimization for Series S, it's actually making the game better across the board for everything else, too. Should I get a Series X? I personally <laughs> prefer Xbox, so I would say yes. But user's choice preference, like I prefer right. Xbox over PlayStation. But I play everything. I play everything. So do I. And I have them all except for the Series X. So if I could do some trade ins at my local shop or something and get one, I'd probably do it. But, you know, we can share that conversation for offline (laughs) because some people know how heated I can get when it comes to comparing. (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not personally. <laughs> I love all games and I love all game consoles. I just have my clear preferences. That's all. Same. All games matter. That's right. True. They're all little <laughs> miracles. More games, more places. All right. So exactly. Thank you. Should for we start the show now? We should, yeah. We need to, <laughs> well, I'm going to yeah. wrap up the Game Awards discussion <laughs> that we've had that we weren't really planning on doing. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. (laughs) Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.